Hey guys, welcome back to the Arthritis Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David. My name's Ben. Uh, I fucked up the intro. You want to go again? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the Arthritis Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works, where each week we take, some, take something from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name's Ben. And I'm Laura. Third Hello, time. I'm Yeah, back. I think Yay. you're Laura. I don't Fucking know. Are you Laura? I've, I've always Hi, Laura. About you, Laura. Hi, Hi, Laura. Um, now it's Futurism Month, I, and it's no coincidence. And vaguely related that we picked February but, for Futurism, but totally not because the film just came out. Totally not the only reason that we called February <laughs> Futurism. No, uh, this week we are talking about the futurism of Black Panther. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We got the classic today. We did a tablet of asses today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like you guys have a lot to say. I've got a rant stored up, but it's mostly a positive rant. Um, I have a. Oh, I have so many good things to say. Hella dope, oh my it's like god! Off the bat, yeah, I think off the bat. Holy shit! Film. It's a Tech great. Is, Tech is like if you haven't yeah. seen it, stop watching and just go go watch it because yeah, we don't want to spoil anything. In the title's um, video review yeah. spoilers. Name of the thing and the title of this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the sentence. Yeah, why don't you fucking take us off, Laura? Because you bet you real fire, fire the missiles. Real excited in the car. Okay. Okay. Where should I start? Um. Start well, f- yeah, no, go. You were gonna go. I was gonna say something with- funny, but no. Oh, you don't have uh, jokes. You're not gonna say the funny thing now. Yeah, it wasn't that funny. No, okay. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Um, where I want to start is I'm just I'm I'm so happy. I'm I'm so <laughs> goddamn start. happy. I heard um, you. This- there were there were moments in the film where you kind of like squealed you a little audibly, bit. Audibly like shuffled <laughs> you, in your yeah, seat. Like, so you made noises uh, during it made the film. Me very yeah. Excited. I was yeah. I was very 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 happy with this film. I think you were um, happier in that cinema than I've been in my entire life. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, I, I, it was a great film. Like, man, you having a great ass time. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no. That, yeah. No. There were there were things that I absolutely loved. Um. One thing. The. F- Friggin' female characters, holy shit. Marvel, thank you for once. They did it yeah, once they didn't, real good. Oh yeah, they my didn't, god. They didn't fuck it up this time. Holy shit. Got, I don't think uh, this is like the first Marvel film to not just like cock up its female characters. And like, mm, there, there was like a, a, a relationship in there that was like, like, like a, a reasonable it human relationship and, it, and, and they had human reasons for not being together and they Which worked they things out. and really explain, did they? No, she wanted to be going all the Good. time and like right. Um, she yeah, she was and like, like a spy. helping people outside yeah, of yeah, yeah. Wakanda, yeah, and that's true. why she couldn't be back with him all the time. He'd be the prince. Yeah, I was, um, and I was... he was going to stay in Wakanda, which was pushing them apart. Right, I because my my the thing where she's like, oh, do you think you should be going on a mission with your ex? He's like, yeah, it's fine. I was just like, why did they break up? Because she was always distance. Leaving. Yeah, distance to- and time. Is enough to break anyone apart, Benjamin. You know this yeah. as well as I do. You've seen that film about the long-term but relationship like, on the train. Have I? But like, th- like, yeah, no, but it, it sorted itself out because in the end their goals sort of aligned where right, they yeah. could like be. Which is weird that she wasn't at the end of the, f- there at the end of the film with. She's not a diplomat. She's a spy. Right. The film with with what he with what scene he's talking about? Um, at the end of the film, where when it was uh hit, what's his? It's n- nah, fuck. When he was which uh, one? They, when they were talking at the UN or no? After that, the uh when they, they were in when he bought all of the uh the buildings. Oh, was there uh, with his sister? I need yeah. I need to pull up character name. I think you that better- was a family moment. I think because. I think it was meant to be a family moment because they went there to the site of where his, his like uncle. where his uncle 
was killed by his father. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so that was meant to be like a family moment. I've got like everyone's name. She was except, probably around. Except this is a Black- weird, weird thing to take a date on, Ben. Hey, listen, let's go look at the building. Let's where go my, the place yeah, where my family where my fell apart. Killed his yeah, brother. he I, probably I get it. he probably clued in, her into that. In that sexy girl. Earlier. What are you talking? Yeah. No. How, what do you think romance would listen, honey? <laughs> I've got a great date idea. It's Valentine's yeah, season. Ben, please never. Yeah, that was. If you ever take me to a building, or take you to like the place of my father's brother. betrayal, <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, okay. I, you, you guys have made a good point. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. So um, yeah. No, that's 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 a good point though. I th- I think you know one of the things that we talk about a lot on the show in and just talk about in general is like making relationships feel real is really hard in film because you have so little time yeah, to do it. I think it helps a little bit when you have something pre-established, but like you got to have reasons for like why it hasn't worked. Yeah, yet. they didn't. They and didn't they do did the, that well, I think. They didn't do the dumb thing of like Explain. having the breakup in the film uh, and then having them get back together in the film. No, they were, they already the had like an rom-com. understanding where they'd like broken up. Yeah, it was that yeah. weird yeah. middle it was good. thing where you're like, well, they won't they? But then it also didn't really matter if they would or they wouldn't because it was about it was about a family and it was about decisions and it was about helping people. It wasn't necessarily about their relationship. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It was um, a nice side story. I, I really liked it. Yeah, certainly. I, I think something that I thoroughly enjoyed that I wasn't really expecting to is the the technology aspect of Wakanda is kind of interesting because it falls into that Marvel category in the comics a lot where it should be interesting, but everyone has the same toys and the same sticks, so it rarely is. So they have to do something ridiculous to like turn the tides of a battle. This film didn't really do that as much as I thought it would. Like I was expecting like a comic style twist where someone pulls out like a you know Chekhov's ev- gun. Yeah, like everyone has a big ass spear and then someone just has a giant cannon. The and you're biggest like, spear. No, okay. but what it ended yeah. up coming down to was like the loyalty of people like and and the ter- and in terms of like the leadership where she gets their leader at like Spear point, I guess. And, and, and not like- a single city got attacked in this film. Which did, a, I'm, did a big thing I'm, smash into another big thing? No, nothing, nothing well, of that. a ship smashed into another a ship, ship slammed into a slightly smaller yeah, ship. Really- that was about the extent <laughs> no, of explosions. One of them has to be film. falling towards the earth. That's that's how we that didn't have works. any of that. No. It was great. I was no, very it was, happy. Oh, it was very there was good. no building and the explosions. The stakes were were lost. believable and, yeah. and good. Yeah. And- was this a Marvel film? Hey, I well, it super wasn't. Well, it is, kind yeah, of, kind of, you know, but that's yeah. not nice. And, and oh, the other part that I wanted to talk about in mm. terms of character was the villain. Um, Ooh, which I have- you know, they, 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 they in the trailers it was all um, what, what was his Claw. name? Like Claw. Claw. It is Claw. Yeah, they, K-L-A- they were they were pronouncing it like Crawl, which was weird. Yeah, well, it depends. I think that's the accent. Claw. Yeah. So yeah, class. But yeah, yeah. What's interesting is. So they, they built it up to be like he was the villain, but then they brought this other guy in. I'm so um, glad he wasn't the villain, because yeah, I mean, fuck, he's oh, the yeah, worst villain. Oh, yeah, he was villain. a fucking horrible he's villain. The worst he's the villain. He's great, but like, fuck, he's the worst villain. One of the few villains in Marvel films who just seem to be having a great like, time Like, if it was him bad. all the uh, way I, through, uh, it would have been terrible. Can I just say a joke that I saw on Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah. So Andy Serkis and, um, what's his name? Uh, uh I'm going to pull up. Um, Martin Freeman. Yeah. Are the, wait for it. They're the Tolkien white characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, good joke, Twitter. 
No. The Tolkien white characters. I'm glad that we arrived. Like we've 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 peaked out of. All that's the my joke. Again. That's my joke. We've stole it from Twitter. We're back at the baseline. That's my okay. Joke. Bring us can back I on. can I keep going? Yeah, okay. What, what, I just what, wanted to mention because you've totally interrupted. You reminded me with Andy Serkis, um, Jordan, and his abs, and how incredible he was as a villain. Oh my yeah, god, good villain. Because so, the thing is, like, so the thing. Hair. Like, oh, like people hair. get very like, weekend, and and Marvel has had this problem lots of times: is getting a villain to be believable, and not just believable, but to have um, to be even vaguely interesting. Well, no, what I was going to say have was motives. about the. I'll stop. We'll stop Sorry, suggesting. We're stop tripping at Marvel. We'll stop. You go. Was was that the that you can empathize with their motives and that you can see because. This was a guy who his father was like, we need to, you know, give our technology to the world and, like, mm-hmm. fight back. Um, and he grew up, like, with that in his head and right. knowing that his father was killed by Wakandans, specifically by Correct. the king. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's so, you know... It's something that I think um, you can empathize with a lot better than a lot of a lot of Marvel villains. You're like, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're no, not absolutely, like yeah. they're, they're talking, really hard yeah. to empathize with. But this one, you could you really knew where he was coming <clears throat> for, from. Like even at the end, like you're just like, oh, it's kind of sad that he. All right, because you could can tell. I, can I pull out my my like point that I've been boiling on? No, because I got to we got to talk about narrative structure. Before uh- we Okay. In the Spider-Man Homecoming video, Ben and I alluded to the idea of the man in the room scene, which is at the end of a thriller film where um, the character, the, the specifically like a like a uh, life or death coming of age thriller, where the hero comes into the room and the villain is there, and they they exchange worldviews, yeah. and you understand the morals and the the uh, the motivations of the villain, right? So in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, the Vulture explains to Peter why he became a villain. And you're able to actually empathize and associate with that, and you kind of were able to to understand a bit of why he became the person he was. Something this film did really well is one of the hardest things to do in storytelling is take those required elements of the story. So in this case, you know, a thriller requires like a hero at the mercy of the villain scene, whether you know the villain has a gun to the hero's head. In this case, he got thrown off a waterfall. Um, Classic. In a, yeah, in a James Bond film, the hero at the mercy of the villain is when James Bond is on his knees and the villain's got the gun. Yeah. And he goes, I've got yeah. you now, James Bond. I expect you to die. Yes. And then they explain their plan and James Bond escapes and stops. <laughs> With them. their plan now yeah. known. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. where that, that required beat of storytelling comes from. Something this film did really well is it took those required moments of this kind of genre that they were trying to hit and it turned them in ways that I haven't really seen in cinema. I like. I don't think it's been done like this in, in as many different ways. Like, instead of... You know, here at the mercy of the villain with like a knife to his throat. It's him getting thrown off. Uh, you know, he gets thrown off the waterfall in the middle act. That's like getting closer to death. And then it's his sister who's at the mercy of the villain with the gun. And then he saves her. And then there's a few other kind of cool turning points toward the end. But I think if you're going to talk about the the reason this film works and is so interesting as far as the narrative is concerned, one of the biggest elements is taking those required beats of the scenes and just like injecting them with life and passion and energy and excitement and like really cool gadgets and just very cool very good fighting of very cool people yeah. the cloaks when they whip out the cloaks um and the cloaks turn out to be shields yeah that's like a nice surprise and then at the end um 
you know, mirroring the Helm's Deep trope of, like, you have the army arrive at the what? last minute. Ro- I literally, like, oh, during man. the film, like, that happened, I, w- I whispered at Laura's just, like, Rohan yeah. calls, comes to That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great trope because only and, insofar oh, as- that, that, Yeah, keep going. No, you go. I was going to say it's only good in this film because it makes character sense for him to arrive at the last minute. But, like, that, that like, the other thing that that, that reminded me of was, was, like, so- the way that they set it up with those guys, the I don't know what they were called, but like the the, the, the guys that live mountain, in the bad, the mountain hill blokes, yeah, the yeah. mountain people. Um, but <clears throat> you know, like in another story, those mountain people would be the the enemies, and like I was fully expecting them to be like fully antagonistic. You keep going. Um, to be like properly antagonistic to the to like the heroes, and to be like secondary villains or something like that. That's something that um, really seemed like it was going to happen. Yeah. But then, like, there were Wakandan too, and then, and and because, um, and, and I'm really glad that they did this, because um, whatever the Black Panther's name is, I've, I've already forgotten. Uh, T'Challa. T'Challa. Because he, um, <laughs> are you good there, David? I'm good. Sorry, yeah, okay. I'm going to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Laura was talking then and you couldn't see her. You were just yeah. looking at Ben. Oh no, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Maybe I'll superimpose a picture of Laura over Just like ben. zoom into my face slowly. Yeah. Okay, but um, expression. But because he'd um spared his life earlier, or mm-hmm. or gotten him to spare, like to told him to surrender because he didn't want him to die because he was the leader of these people. Yeah. Um, because he'd done that sort of good deed, it came back and it rewarded him. And it showed not only that, um, you know, his good deeds would, like, karma and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but also it showed that there was, like, nobility and, um, like... Honor. Honor. Yeah, yeah like, that's, that's the, the word. The word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, they're not just, like, generic baddies who are bad for no yeah. reason. They were bad it's because like, they got screwed over by the... Well, they decided to just, like, leave. They were like, no. It's like you break up and it's like, come on, at least give me a fucking phone call. Jesus, we're, like, ten meters away in the hills. Yeah. Send a postcard for Christmas? <laughs> like, we were together for hundreds of years and you're like, nah, just, uh, yeah, who, you phone who this? Like, I get, like, I get well, that actually, motivation. Well, actually, there were enemies throughout the history. Oh. Um, well, they, they became like, when, enemies when the once king, the When the king Black united Panther. the tribes, they decided not to unite. Um, they were like, listen, we're good here. They were like, Black Panther, more like, no thank more you. More like, goodbye. At the time, the joke didn't play very well in the room, because there were full, there were people with spears and stuff, but I imagine, <laughs> yeah. in hindsight, very funny to the Black Panther. He's yeah. like, oh, they got me good. Like, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, was, I, you know, something that I'm curious about with, and this is the Marvel problem, right? And this is the problem of building um, a film in a universe that is so interconnected is you can't really do anything because the world has to remain at a certain status quo until you're big. Especially given films. where this film resides, which is, Just isn't this smack bang between like two other films? Isn't this like- This is before Thor and after Civil War. So it's just after Civil War, but yeah, before Thor. Yeah, to be fair, Thor doesn't really yeah, happen Thor on Thor is just all as The same as, like, saying something. Like, technically, these happen, like, what, before Guardians 2 as well? Mm, Guardians 2, no. Oh, God. Okay, so the- so Let's not I, go yeah, into the time. It doesn't really you know matter. It's, it's Spider-Man Homecoming's fault. They fucked it up because they were, like, eight years ago, and then that really <laughs> fucked everyone up. Because they're like- They were like, like 
So it's not important. Suffice it to say, this occurs just after Civil War and before Thor. Yeah, well, you which, can tell which, it's after Civil which War. Which is to say yeah. nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy is because I don't want to give myself a migraine yeah, trying to work it out that's again. Let's not. Let's not. If you do want an explanation, uh, oh, no. there's a there's a video by Mr. I think it's an, actually the Weekly Planet podcast um, where I think Nick Mason and Mr. Sunday Movies try and work it out. And uh, boy, yeah, I think is, it's beyond our scope. It's you need math. And we just can't. So yeah. we're gonna just say that. <laughs> my point being that, like, it's hard to make, uh, hard, hard to do external stakes when you're making a Marvel film, right? You can't do, oh, it's the end of the world because that's gonna be in a main stage film. You're never gonna believe yeah. that the world's gonna no. end. Because but, I mean, they made, they did the stakes panel. really well in this film, though. I'm fucking, right. I'm fucking glad it's not under the world. I'm sick of that shit. Yeah, well, that's exactly I mean, the last I, mean, I hate that shit. What with helps Marvel. probably is they have a whole mythical country to deal with, so it, that it no helps. one knows about, so anything can happen. Very convenient as a plot device. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know who thought of that, but very great job when you took that comic book and you were like, what if it was just, what if it was just invisible? And then, like, yeah, like we got it. Um, which very smart because then you're able to create stakes that are based on characters, not based on like external values. Not based on oh, the Tower of Pisa is going to lean this, slightly more. This big thing is going to fall into the, this other big yeah. thing. Instead of that, it's like no, these are these are stakes for characters, and we understand why they're stakes because at the start of the film. You're shown Black Panther being a good king and being a good brother, and it's very nice, like the relationships oh. he has and the the kind of the quips and the kind yeah. of the 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 way that he deals with his power. I was like, it's very realistic. It, it wasn't real. too quippy as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if there was even a single quip in this. There was a few quips. Well, to be fair, yeah. it was like the home. I don't freeze one when he when he drops down and then. Yeah, that and was then a he quip. froze. And then she's like, yeah. did you freeze? No, well, and he's the, like, the, when he said it, it was a quip. When she said it, that's a yeah. joke. Because it's. No, those those no quips. Now, for those who don't know, a quip is something <laughs> that is said by characters that is a joke to the audience, but not a joke in the world. It was a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke. So a quip, okay. A quip is any time that so anything Tony Stark says pretty yeah. much yep. is a quip because it's him saying it to the audience because he's like, gotcha. Yeah. There, there was yeah. like there, there was one moment of undercutting tension in this. When film. was that? Uh you might have been out of the room. Oh no! Was it, are you talking about the bit where they were talking to Big Bad Boy and then? No, they were talking amongst themselves and then Big Bad Boy interrupted. Yeah, them. Yeah, no, I was there for that. That reminded me of Guardians actually, when Rocket's like, "No, it's just a bunch of assholes standing up." Wait, what? What scene? Um, where the the the. Uh, so it's just Ch- a, oh, you might have been. It might have been you. I might have been. just come back to life, and they're all like having like, and she gives him back his necklace, and she goes, "The Black Panther lives," and and it's like a it's a moment. And then he interrupts it. Oh yeah, that's, that's a like, that's a rocket raccoon. He's right. like, yeah. "You done?" And I'm like, yeah. "No, I was enjoying. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was having a good time." So yeah, that was like the one moment. It's like that's a stop undercutting Marvel. tension, yeah. Marvel. It's classic. But then you can't not do that because Marvel's done that twenty times, and it's so cliche in Marvel it's, films. It's you can't they, not. You can't not do it anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> it's like the one. It's like the one thing of DC that I. I enjoy. wish they would stop the, fucking. DC doing doesn't do it. Yeah, well, DC has not made a good film to where it would work anyway. Gotcha, boys. Uh, no, I mean, so yeah, they're not going. DC's not going for the I, funny can I, stuff. Can I talk yes, about? Do your thing. Okay, so GD. this. I'm G- ready. GD. Goddamn. Goddamn. Oh, you missed. You got to. All right. The so bro. this oh film, God. this film is about horseshoe politics. Like one hundred percent. Go ahead. This it's film funny. is about horseshoe politics. So if you don't know what horseshoe politics is, is this idea that talking about horseshoe crap? It's the idea that at the extremes of the. So this film is political. Like. It is like it's, it's a about, political. They film. have they have different political ideals yeah. about where what kind of should be. It's also about black people. 
So here we go. No, no, no. This, this will be good. You go ahead. So horseshoe politics is this idea that at the extremes of like the left and the right wing, if you like it, the the sort of the the left and the left right sort of dynamic or axe axi of politics isn't a straight line. It's more of a horseshoe. So eventually when you're yeah, so when you're in the center, like when you're in like the middle, moving left and right, moves you left and right. But the further you move out, you actually kind of end up in the same place. Stalin and Hitler are like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Stalin and Hitler, and it's so it's like they are ideologically completely different, but but they both killed a lot of people. So it's like secret police. You're like, how did that? Yeah, yeah. So that's the idea of horseshoe politics. Correct. Um, this film (laughs) is like one of the best examples of horseshoe politics in action I've ever seen. I loved it because and. That's why I'm like I'm like very excited for sort of opinions to come out about this film because I there's there's definitely a subset of people who probably very heavily associated with um Mr. Bad Boy the Michael villain. B. Jordan uh, Eric Michael B. Jordan Michael B. You Jordan you can say the man's real name he's a real man who's very handsome or Killmonger if you want I'm gonna I, call I him did Killmonger like his style a lot I'm gonna call him Killmonger oh, his style was so good so yeah, he, I tr- he, he yeah, like he as a character represents like the you know the downtrodden like sort of like yeah. oppressed Poor black, black people yeah that, like know. he represents that opinion but like to the extreme yes like he represents he's taken the, it to its logical conclusion yeah like he is literally the <laughs> the kill all white people <laughs> yeah yeah, absolutely. He's he's yeah. literally like the super left leaning killer white people kind of character. Correct. Yep. And then on the far right side, you have, to a weird degree, um, oh, the character names, man. Are you talking about the king? No, the uh, his friend. Um, oh. sort of at the start of the film, uh, Wakabi. Uh, towards the start of the film, he's super um like because iso- he's a he's a border guard essentially. Yeah. So he's like super isolationist, and so is um. To uh, T'Challa's father. Yeah. So, the original king. Like, they're both super, like, we don't bring yeah, people in. We gotta- yeah, like, they're super build the wall. Keep ah, out everyone else. Ah, interesting. And you have this dynamic where T'Challa goes through the motions of, of he faces against- um, He faces against what? F- fucking- Fucking fuck, what's- Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Killmonger. <laughs> he, he faces against Killmonger, which is his fight against- um, so sort of this like radical, like expansionist ideal of like let's take over the world mm-hmm. by arming the oppressed, yep. which is like- and like <laughs> killing. He, he, I mean, he literally he said literally that says kill, kill the people in power like- and their children because <laughs> you gotta get the children. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah. He literally like it's he, it's, it's a very that. like extreme and again like horseshoe politics yeah. and um, like he expects like that people will do what he will, says. like rally behind him like because like that's and so you have T'Challa facing against him and he fails mm-hmm. he gets thrown off the thing which is a really good metaphor for literally dying it's, yep woo yeah um, you'll you'll remember two towers Aragorn <laughs> yeah I, oh it was exactly the same it was literally identical holy shit it was basically don't think don't think about it too much yeah. <laughs> two towers mixed it's continued it's like uh, the Lion King don't think yeah. about it but it is uh, um but then when he goes and he returns and he's in the afterlife, he rejects his father's sort of opinion which of like, which is the other end of like, we have to protect our people. We must stay like isolated. It's literally nationalism. Well, yeah, it's, it's that, that's his internal. Like he doesn't, conflict. he, yeah, he doesn't bring the child back because the child is half not them. 
Yes. Because the because he is half American, half um, Wakandi. Yeah, Wakandi. Yeah. Wakandi. Let's continue. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so this is weird. It's the the filmers are basically saying. Be centrist. Yeah, which is- <laughs> Which like, is going to piss off a lot of people. Because like, with um, the way that politics is going, yeah, basically like, anyone is going to be- What were you talking about, about the villain being, like, essentially just, like, the, the you know, He's super left super black person? He's super extreme left, I think yeah. that's part of what makes him so relatable, is because it's- well, an, that's the thing. It's an ideology he, that- He very, like- That it, we can see in action. It creeps and, up like, on you. Yeah. Like, originally, you you sympathize with him because he's- He's so relatable. He's, re- he's representing, an, like, an exi- a currently existing oppressed minority, and you're like, ah, oh, of course he's fighting back because he's this thing that literally exists in it's the real so world. He's like, it's not even, like, a metaphor. Like, he is, like- Oppressed, poor, okay. black community. We, we talk really quickly about from the screenwriting theory perspective. <laughs> and then he goes, then he goes, we're going to kill them all. And it's like, yeah. oh. That, because it, it's it's that. So let's talk really quickly about analogs because we have to, because I because j- people need to stop doing this. So this film <laughs> did a good job because it didn't do any analogs because analogs yeah, it didn't, are lazy. It just yeah, was like, yeah. here, is, here is the distillation of the concept. It's not like he, it's not like in, like in Hamlet where it's like, he, he he poisoned his his his, his brother, so and he wants to fuck his wife, and that's a <laughs> metaphor for this. It's like no, no. In this, it's like he ki- he he kills the king, becomes the king to to kill the other people in power. Yeah, he he, he becomes the person he hates, and then does the thing that people he hates. He do overthrows the existing government and becomes a and it's, it's, and it's, inserts himself yes. as the head of government. That's, that in screenwriting theory is what we call doing a good fucking job. <laughs> Instead of implying, I'm talking to you, Stephen Moffat. I know you're listening. <laughs> Instead of implying some greater meaning is occurring, you just literally show the events and you let the implications be what they are based on the characters in the script and the, yeah, and the stakes. Like, you don't feel an obligation to prove to your audience that your script has meaning if you write a fucking script that has meaning. And that was so. Ref- that's the most refreshing, <laughs> refreshing thing about this for me because having come off the back of DC and being like, man, they make earnest films. That's great. And Thor, where I was like, oh, you can have a fun Marvel film. This yeah. one, I was like, you can have a Marvel film still like, that has something to say that like yeah. is valuable. And it's weird because a lot of- And this is kind of coming back to like, I, I get exposed to a lot of garbage on Twitter. And sh- like, I, it just- It comes through somehow. I don't know yeah. how, but it comes through. Jackson. And- <laughs> He's like, through the cracks. <laughs> and this, this film was like really, really being kind of like held on this pedestal as like- it's like, you know, it's a super progressive film. Mm-hmm. And you go- Probably and, similar to what happened with Wonder Woman. Yeah, and and it, and it has, like, elements of, like, what I feel made Moana a really strong film. Um, in terms of, like, being, like, ethnically relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some lines in this that were dropped that were like, yeah, like, that's a good point. Like, where he mentions that, like, you know, didn't everyone- come, like, like, the idea that everyone came- all Everyone humans sort of originated yeah. uh, out of Africa, which is potentially an implication that maybe out of Wakanda as which well. Is, which is kind of which weird. is true. Um, <laughs> oh no, it is. No, Every, no, but I was going to do, I was gonna do like the dumb thing where no. I'm like, no, but but yeah, like no, it it's just true. science. Um, yeah, everyone did come so, like, out of Africa. Yeah, so like that was an interesting thing. Where it's just like you know, shouldn't you be saving everyone because technically everyone's Wakanda? It's yeah. like they they took these things like and it's the kind of thing where like a line would drop and like my brain would tick over and be like. 
That's a very Twitter thing to say. Right. But then they would, they would like take these Twitter things. Crank it. And like crank it up to 11. 11 And you're like, you're like, oh, he's kind of turning into a bit of a, bit of a Nazi. When when you make the speaker too high, it distorts the bass. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's this weird thing where, again, like, like I said earlier, I feel like some people are going to get really pissed off at this film. Like people. Oh, I'm very excited. Um, I let this be known. I'm very excited for the the people who who started off really being behind this film and left the film being uh, angry because at, at this is because the film is aimed at those people. The I film mean, is, I, is aimed at the people I, who went in going. All white people are scum, and it it takes that opinion and says, "Here's where that takes you." you know, it turns you, you know, into hate. At the risk of 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 broadcasting my political ideology to the entire <laughs> internet, um, oh no. I do. I agree with a lot of a lot of like the ideas that this film presents and the way that it presents it. I think it does a very smart job of like starting a discussion around these sorts of issues and being entertaining at the same time somehow. And I I think and I think an important part of it is that even just from the perspective of the characters in the film, it's it's a black American having like it's a black American coming into this like yeah, like African, and like he society. looks like them, but at the same time he's an outsider, and they see him as an outsider as yeah, well. Yeah, really and it's this interesting kind of like dichotomy where it's just like, like you're the same, but they're you well, know yeah, being from America, it gives you a different perspective. He's literally confronting his ethnic heritage versus his cultural heritage. Yeah, where his cultural heritage is is America. Is, and yeah, his father. cultural heritage is like and like his last line of like the film is like. Like, like horrendous. It's gut wrenching. It's like, oh my god. His library is just like bury me in the sea because my people knew oh that. Oh my god. Jumping off, jumping off the boat was better than being in bondage, and it's like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. and, uh, but again, <laughs> so like, rough. But at the same time, like at that point, he's kind of re- he's he's become redeemed. Yeah. In a weird sense. Well, well I like, think he still hasn't let go of his ideologies, no, but he's- No, but he's died for it. Well, but, but, he's, <laughs> but he's been- Well, no, because he was, rede- he was redeemed by the fact that- Well, it wasn't never his needed- fault in the first place. Well, like, like, he was redeemed by the fact that he never needed to be redeemed because what yeah. he was doing wasn't- expo- Like, the film doesn't explicitly condemn his actions. No. What it condemns is the, uh, is, is the extension of his actions to their extreme. What the film does, rather, is comment on- the relevance of those yeah because yeah. the thing is that they they say that it's it's a monster of their own making and and they're right about that and the- they're saying nationalism creates people with guns who do bad things <laughs> yeah. which like yeah and, like it wasn't his fault that he got left in america no, and man. like the, the system and that that yeah. rage about his father being killed by the black panther got to fester inside him for years and years while he grew up like yeah. that's not his fault. They they did this to him, and yeah. it's part of what makes him such a good villain. God, I'm just I could go on about yeah. how good a villain I think, I think is this film this film is going to piss off the most people it's because kind of it it it's a it's like the 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 sort of overall message is generally of globalism. Mm-hmm. So that's going to piss off piss off the nationalists. Well, yeah. Um. And then it yeah it has this anti extreme like extremist perspective yep. and that's going to piss off the extremists. Yep. Um, and so I'm excited. Like Twitter's anti- going to be very entertaining. Anti just giving people weapons as well. Cause it's yeah, like, it's- they're, they're like, we don't want to help people by just giving well, them it's, it's, it's anti, weapons. it's anti like 
step one violence. They're like, they're like, you don't fix the world by violence. You fix the world by helping people and yeah. science and yeah, stuff you, if, like that. If you give a man a gun, he doesn't learn to fish. Like it's not that's not, that's not what the metaphor is. Like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, and and they they literally back that up in the film by going, we're, no, we're going to build community centers and we're going to help people that way. Nice. And they succeed by dropping their weapons. They don't succeed by yep. killing everyone. Yeah, which I think like that. If you, if you take the concepts of the film to its natural, he doesn't even kill a rhino. He just kind of places it underneath some debris. He does, and then yeah. Leaves. I thought that way, was a bit convenient. The rhino but- kind of cheating. <laughs> like, no one else had rhinos. No one else had big creatures. You cheated a bit. Yeah, yeah they were the border guards, though, and they like it's still cheating. I guess they got rhinos. I mean, they, kind of a it was it was thing, good, you know? good yeah. that they that they um introduced the rhinos early. Otherwise, it was would have been out of nowhere. But they did have would have been would have been amazing. Would have been like rhinos. <laughs> um, no, but I, I I think like to kind of summarize what we've talked about with the thing that I was kind of thinking about coming out of this film is that. When you approach a property like this that exists within the Marvel sphere that isn't directly tied to other existing characters, like, you know, uh, Claw comes back, but he's not, like, a big part. He's he's in um, uh, the second Avengers film. He gets his arm cut off in that. But he's not really in the films, right? Yeah. When you have a, a property like this and, and you give it to a director, similar to how Thor Ragnarok was, where you say, just do your vision to the best of your ability and you have a film that, as everyone is reporting, like, it, it, it is showing them something they haven't seen in cinema before and would like to see more of. And it also tells a great story that is kind of relevant to the times that we're living in. I think that is when the intersection of, like, your screenwriting and your philosophy and your politics and all of this stuff can kind of come together and do something that, that might have value beyond, you know, a rewatch in two years' time when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. It is. Yeah. And sometimes that's more important than, you know, making two big things hit two other big things. <laughs> Uh, Which is for that's for the next film. I'm excited about Guardians Three. Uh, it's gonna happen. Well, uh, no, no, no Infinity not. War. They're gonna make me cry again in Guardians oh, Three. Probably. God. That's not important. I didn't cry in the second. Um, oh. that's fine. Uh, Ben, it's the time of the week. You got any recommendations? What, what you been? What you been peeping? What oh. you been listening to? What you been watching? What you been? Looking I don't know. To? All that good stuff. Uh, something. Warframe. Been playing more Warframe. You two shared that horrifying look of like, fuck, what have we been doing? All no, I, I've got some things. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. What have you You've, got? Um, yeah. I got a couple things, actually. Yeah. Um, so I just listened through a podcast called Dirty John. Um, it's a good one. It's basically... <laughs> what? Yeah, you continue. No, you picked up. I just had a Google. Had a, yeah. had a Google. <laughs> okay. Ah, shut up. Anyway, um, it's basically a documentary, like like a crime doco in podcast format. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been reading a book called The Poison Garden by Sarah Singleton, I think the name is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good book. Excellent. Worth a read. Um, and just today I started listening to the NY Times Modern Love podcast, which- They're a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like. They do a lot of really good podcasts. Um, I've been reading a lot- uh, I've been reading the book that Laura gave me. It's good. Um, I'm reading that. I've been reading, reading The Dark Tower. And then I just finished Dark Gently Season 1. you got to peep it. Don't I, watch Season 2. It's dog shit. But Season 1's right. great. I've been, I, I started watching it when it came out. I got like halfway through the first episode. It's got supremely confused. It's got but hey, it's got Elijah Wood, so I might get back into He's it. He's great. He plays like a dropkick. Yeah, I was. I thought he was Dark Gently. No, I'm kind of sad that he's not Dark Gently. He'd be terrible at it. He, he's a great rundown 
I know he is. Well, because I have no, I like, I, I had no idea that the books even existed. It's, it's um, really. Oh, my so mom had, reads the books. Oh god, yeah, dog, they're that old. But Man. the TV show's great. It's basically Doctor Who, but not shit because it's not run by Stephen Moffat. Um, we're, we're, we're a bit through. Are you uh, excited for Chris Chibnall in the next season? I'd rather die. <laughs> um, I'd rather die. He's not made anything good in a long time. Ooh. It's not important. Fine. Um, mm. anything else for recommendations? Uh, I finished Subnautica. You should play Subnautica. I finished it, and you know it's fine. I, it was it was deeply emotionally affecting for me, but I'm fine now. But so. you're okay. No. Okay. Aww. It was. We'll, like, we'll get we'll like get back that. to you, David, on that next week. Yeah. We'll see if you're okay. We'll see how I'm doing then. Uh, mm. Anything else? Or is that it for a recommendation? Uh, no, oh, that's it. Good. That's all I got. Wow, Pr- that's pretty good though. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. But it's that time of the week, Ben. You've got to do the thing where you tell the people where they can find us. Uh, Facebook at DCM Works Social Twitter. Uh, at DCM underscore works. YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCM works. Patreon. This gets harder every week where my brain- I kind of just shuffle it around I know, every right? time as well. I always <laughs> end with the, the classic though. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, yeah. Patreon. Yeah, so patreon.com slash DCM works. Uh, st- I've started using the lens thing. If you're Patreon, you would have seen some sweet A, a really bad photo the of theater. us at the theater. Expect yeah. more of that. A little bit of behind the scenes stuff. I posted some stuff yesterday as well. I'm not going to use it too much because- I don't like social media, and it's kind of like social media. But uh, you gotta, you gotta pretend like it's Snapchat. Yeah. So I'm a Twitch again. I'd rather run my phone <laughs> in the toilet. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, we've got uh, interface part six coming up next week. It's finished Woo! editing. I fixed the audio. It only took oh, me dude. four weeks. Hell yeah, dude! So that's coming out next week. Keep your ears. That's you exciting. Watch it. Keep your ears open. Um, you can get that if you're a three dollar plus subscriber on Patreon. It is one of the best and has the most disturbing <laughs> chapter of all time. All I'm going to say is it involves some Nazis. Just know. a couple of Nazis. Yeah, just a couple of Nazis hanging out. Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two. Um, but yeah, uh, if, you, if you subscribe there, you get a bunch of exclusive content. Last week, Aaron and I put out a Blade Runner part two where we talked about whether or not it's actually a sequel. Spoilers, it's not. Uh, you can listen to our reasoning behind that uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, if you su- subscribe for more than $3 a month. And as well as that, you get a bunch of behind the scenes stuff, some making of where I go through video essays and I talk about how I put them together and early access to the antagonist video essays one week early. And I think that's it. You're also going to see next month or maybe late this month. We're rewatching every Marvel Every film. single oh, it's Marvel gonna be film. Fun. Also, I'm going to be there because I... Laura's in yeah. this whole operation. Because Laura I is... I might die of quip overdose. So. Yeah. <laughs> if, if halfway through, I don't hear from me again, you know what happens. It is going to be rough. Um, so, I'm not oh, looking man. forward to look it forward in to the slightest. I mean, yeah, you guys should look lot, forward to it, but nah, We're going to be like knackered by the time we do the episode. I think I'm calling it the road to infinity Nars. Or nor I don't know. I haven't figured out a punchy title yet, but they'll be call something. it like Infinity suff- Suffering. Infinity Road. Infinite Suffering. Infinite Suffering. That's yeah. what we're calling it. We've just, just settled on the name. Just let us Infinite suffering. end it now. Hashtag let me die. <laughs> um, but no, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can either leave them in the YouTube comments. You can email us. The, all that stuff is in the show notes. Uh, if you leave a review on iTunes, it does help us out. Don't know why I'm plugging this now. I've never plugged iTunes before, but it's just kind of <laughs> happening. I'm still talking. So uh, I think that's all the stuff. As always, I'm at DCM. I'm I'm at Little Citrus. I'm at Laura Ducky B. And we'll see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. 
writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 